Today is Friday, March 4th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage. Just before this recording at 6 p.m. EST, Russia and Ukraine temporarily agreed to create safe corridors where ceasefires would be observed so that civilians could evacuate and humanitarian supplies could be delivered. According to a Kremlin statement yesterday, Vladimir Putin pledged to achieve his goals in Ukraine no matter what, those are his words, and said that the war is going as they planned. And in fact, Russian troops have been making gains in the south of Ukraine. And the critical port city of Mariupol is currently surrounded by troops and running out of electricity and water. The Russian hold on the city of Kherson and its 30,000 citizens is precarious, with the Ukrainian defense ministry denying that they had control of the city. Right now, Russian forces are occupying the government administration building, though the Ukrainians maintain that the local government is still operating and that the Russians are only using the city as a temporary base. And the notorious 40-mile Russian convoy is still 20 miles away from Kiev, desperate for food and gas. The UN Refugee Agency says that over a million people have fled Ukraine so far, and they are now estimating that up to 5 million people will leave Ukraine, which is up from their estimate of 4 million just days ago. The Biden administration requested another $10 billion worth of aid for Ukraine, while Fitch and Moody's cut Russia's credit rating to junk. So Putin has effectively destroyed $500 billion in Russian market value in the past week. That's what we in the biz call the reverse Jeff Bezos. And these Russian oligarchs, they just can't catch a break. The Justice Department announced a new task force called Klepto Capture, specifically made to enforce new sanctions against Russian oligarchs, i.e. take their shit. Even if these individuals can't technically be prosecuted in the United States, the DOJ will still seize assets including personal real estate, financial, and commercial assets. The Justice Department says that some of these oligarchs have ties to Vladimir Putin and that he uses them to launder or hide hundreds of millions of dollars obtained through corruption. Okay, just to pause, I love this new task force and all, but are you guys just finding this out now or are you just deciding to care now? Klepto Capture will be led by a career prosecutor out of the Southern District of New York, which is famous for pursuing cases against villains such as Jeffrey Epstein, Donald Trump, and Jennifer Shaw. So now we know why Jen's trial was postponed. The department is absolutely heads down in dirty rubles. Quick update, the Senate confirmation hearing for Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson has been set for March 21st. So I would recommend mentally bracing for three weeks of bad faith arguments about standardized test scores. Huge story. Huge. The House January 6th committee claims that they have sufficient evidence to conclude that Trump obstructed Congress and conspired to defraud the United States by lying to Americans about the 2020 election results. Yeah, I mean, we all have the evidence. We literally watched it on TV. However, this time the evidence is in an actual court filing. A new civil case in California alleges that Trump's repeated lies that the election had been stolen amounts to common law fraud and that he, his allies, and specifically conservative lawyer John Eastman could potentially be charged with criminal violations, including obstructing an official proceeding of Congress and conspiracy to defraud the American people. Right now, the filing has only disclosed a limited amount of new evidence and the judge is reviewing the case behind closed doors. I imagine that's because every time he reviews the evidence, he gets the urge to throw things across the room. The January 6th committee also subpoenaed Kimberly Guilfoyle yesterday. So here's your daily reminder that the best is yet to come. 
Remember last week when Texas Governor Greg Abbott ordered that officials in the state look into reports of parents who support their transgender child's gender-affirming treatments? Well, now a judge in Texas has blocked the state from investigating one of these cases. The judge wrote that the investigation would deprive the parents and their teenage child of their constitutional rights, the potential loss of necessary medical care, and the stigma attached to being the subject of an unfounded child abuse investigation. However, the judge's order did not prevent the state of Texas from investigating other reports of parents in similar situations, and there will be a hearing on March 11th regarding the broader enforcement of Abbott's order. Can someone genuinely explain to me how this is not a violation of HIPAA? The White House has revealed their new 90-page COVID-19 preparedness plan, which spells out the new initiatives and investments to prevent and prepare for potential future variants. There is now a new test-to-treat policy, which means that the government will provide free antiviral pills at pharmacies to people who test positive for the virus. They are also prepared to rapidly administer millions of vaccine doses for children under five once they're approved by federal regulators. And the plan provides funding for research into long COVID, as well as accelerating vaccines so that they can be developed and deployed within 100 days of new variants arising. Wow, finally figuring out your COVID plan after like 15 variants. There's that classic American exceptionalism. And finally, we are ending the week with some tea. In a new interview with Gail King on CBS This Morning, Melinda Gates said that her husband's ties with Jeffrey Epstein was one of the factors that led her to divorce him. She said, quote, I did not like that he had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein. I made that clear to him. And she added that she herself had met Epstein one time because she wanted to see what he was like and that he was, quote, abhorrent, evil personified. My heart breaks for these women, and meeting with him was a substantial error in judgment. So I think the real lesson here is that men should trust their wives when we say their friend is creepy. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you are enjoying this show, you can now rate it five stars on Spotify or leave me a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Any review you leave means so much to me and to the growth of the show. And if there's an episode that you particularly enjoy and it really makes you laugh, Feel free to share it on your Instagram story, tag at Sammy, tag at the Betches Sup, and I will do my best to share them. And as always, if you want to learn more about any of these stories, links to source articles are in the show notes, or you can tune into the Betches Sup podcast where we go more in depth on these topics daily. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.